TV Campfire Podcast. I was like, yep, okay, so you win for the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. I hate to sound like a broken road. Oh, no! <laughs> We're fans. It's one of the best things on television. Oh! oh! All right, we got you a hold of Oh, no, you didn't. We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, All that right, blew I'll- me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 470. I'm Libya, your host. This week we have returning guests. Hi, this is Allison, and I write reviews for Weedonopolis. And this is Tom. I'm professor of communication and media studies at Palm Beach Atlantic University in Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> He's somewhere in Florida. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Um, all right, let's start with the news. Away from the hellscape that is lost. I know you're not oh, joking. God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes, people, be very happy that you are not on the West Coast right now. Uh, let's start with the news. Uh, Superman and Lois is a new show by CW, and the news that came out is Superman will get a new suit, and it will be set in Smallville for some reason that I don't because... understand. Because yeah. reasons... Because stupidity. <laughs> Supernatural has wrapped the series this week. They are done with principal photography. So it's all in post at this point. The cast said goodbye. There were tears. It was all over Instagram and Twitter. End um, of an era. Yes, exactly. Um, except now, Jensen Eccles is going to be on The Boys for season three. Jared's going to be yeah. the new walker. Well, well, nobody cares about that. I, I just know I'm, I'm going to be walk. I'm going to be watching the boys. I'm not going to be watching Texas Ranger. So, um, anyway, I just thought that that was interesting. I was like, there you go. Get on a show about superheroes. Uh, blind spotting. Uh, a spinoff for Blind Spotting. It's is set for stars, and it will star the V Diggs. Uh, the Weston game. Cephas Jones. Oh, say it again. And Jasmine Cephas Jones. I don't know who that is. But uh, Ron Cephas Jones' daughter, for one. Still don't know who that is, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll be watching it for David. Um, the Westing Game novel is set to is is set to be adapted to a series uh, for HBO Max. For all the people who know what that novel is, which I don't, but. It's it's basically I think what I read is it's a it's one of those standard a, mil, a millionaire dies and makes everybody come to his mansion so he could distribute his wealth and shenanigans begin. Um, uh, they're doing a black reimagining of Golden Girls for one night and it will star Regina King, Alfred Woodard, and Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, Netflix just closed a deal to lock down. I think it's a movie, a Netflix movie called Malcolm and Marie, based solely on the trailer. They saw a promo trailer for it, and Netflix was like, give it. And it will star Zendaya and, Jane, and John David Washington. That is all the news I have. Tom, you have news. Uh, you're going to die. AMC has announced The Walking Dead will finally end. Oh, yeah, I told <laughs> That's so funny. That's like all I've been talking about. I totally forgot about it. Uh, 2%. I... 11 and they greenlit a Daryl Carroll spinoff. Why? Why? Okay, so here's the thing. I quit watching Walking Dead when Denai left the show. I was done. And I will probably watch the finale, the finale finale, like when they actually air the last episode. I'll probably tune in for the last episode. The rest of this is just nonsense. I am glad that they finally decided to end the show. Like it was just it's just 
why. It's at the really just ridiculousness. But they did still say the Rick movies are still happening, which I was like, Yeah, what is? God. They're never going to let go of this franchise. It doesn't matter how dead it is. Yeah, it's, you know, it's quite I, dead. I stopped watching Miami. <laughs> I stopped watching two years ago. I, I just finally couldn't stand it anymore. Oh, I, 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 I don't blame you. I was only hanging on because I really just liked a couple of actors. Mm-hmm. And once they got killed off, I was like, thank you for freeing me. <laughs> okay. Um, on CW, Legends of Tomorrow has added Lizeth Chavez from Chicago PD as a regular. She'll play an alien expert because next... Uh, season, I guess, is going to deal with aliens who have been displaced throughout history. Disney Plus has given a series order to Doogie Kamealoa, which is the which is the reimagined Doogie Hauser with a female Hawaiian lead. Uh, HBO Max has renewed Doom Patrol for season three. Uh, the Fresh Prince unscripted reunion special has a reunion with Will Smith and Janet Hubert, who was the original Aunt Viv and got fired because she and Will did not get along with each other. Oh. <laughs> you know how that story ends. And they also plan to launch an ad-supported version, but there will be no ads in HBO shows. Sounds like they're trying to drum up more business. Uh, mm-hmm. Netflix has been on the spending spree because they just spent almost $20 million for director Halle Berry's MMA drama, Bruised. And they picked up Gwyneth Paltrow's docuseries The Goop Lab for season two. Yeah. Uh, Peacock has given a two-season order to Bel Air. Oh, re-imagined right, the spinoff. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Showtime is greenlit the Chai for season four. Spectrum and Paramount are co-producing a Tammy Wynette limited series with Jessica Chastain starring in the title role. It's going to air first on Spectrum, then nine months later it will air on Paramount and whatever they call CB the CBR all access streaming series by then. Mm-hmm. And Doris has, uh, you already said that. So, All that's right. It. All right, let's start off with the shows. First up, we're going to talk about Lovecraft Country. This is episode four. And this should actually just be called Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, <laughs> with a bunch of black people in it. Um, and all the, sh- I mean, the only thing it was missing was a big boulder running down a hill after them. <laughs> It was crazy. Like they had to, just like the traps and just the, just the craziness that happened in the episode. I it will like say it was pieces from the first three Raiders movies in a Cuisinart. Yeah, with the black and, exactly. Yeah. But I have to say, I enjoyed it a lot. I really did. Well, I mean, cat- I had a good time watching this episode, uh, especially after the ghost one from last week, which was kind of not really depressing, but it wasn't a super happy one. And- and so this was fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And then the dad all of a sudden had all this mystery knowledge. Like, I, I'd say the only thing that didn't work really well was the flashbacks where the dad's drunk and doing whatever is happening and he's burning books. Like, that piece didn't fit with everything else that was happening. So. I was thinking, we can't trust, I don't trust the dad. Oh, yeah. The- exactly. As soon as I thought that, he freaking kills the woman. Yeah, I, I had that exact same yeah, thought. Well, there's something going on with Montrose. That's the thing. There, there's there's clearly something weird happening with him where he knows more than he's letting on to or that he should know. And, right. I mean, it, it, clearly he he killed the uh, the Indian person because 
not gender specific. Um, but uh, he but killed, he killed this person. Yeah, go ahead. Because because they were going to be translating the book. Right. And and he obviously was. I mean, he apologized actually before he did it, which I suppose is nice of him, gentlemanly. <laughs> but um, but. Clearly, that was the the impetus for for doing that because he's he wants secrets to be kept. Well, whatever it was that he found out in the book freaked him out, and mm-hmm. I think he considers what he's doing protecting his family. I think he yeah. he does think he's protecting his family, but in the end, ignorance is not bliss. In a situation where all your enemies know what's going on and you don't, that's not good. I want to know what's up with William. And Letty's sister. Oh, right, because she's like got picked up by the white guy. I forgot his. I don't know his William. name. Still know his name. William. Oh, right. William. So that's he's obviously picked her up for who she's who she is, like who she's related to, more than her. Uh, and they obviously are going to use her, and but she she thinks they're going to use her but for a different reason like she doesn't get the whole picture because nobody's told her anything well just just like um the aunt is i think she is going she is determined to find out what's really going on because she's tired of the lies right there's a lot of lies happening like how did they teleport from wherever they had driven to they're like yeah we're totally already back home like you can't explain that. Like they're like well, none of that made sense. It's like it was a really fun ride, but it kept asking. Like when the body floated by, and she goes, "Oh, that must be one of my missing neighbors." And I'm thinking, "You're that... in Boston. How did it get?" Yeah, and the, the elevator of... takes her back to her house. House. And I was and like, "What?" Yeah, it made no sense. It, right. It's like, how did that? I mean, well, did it, it is. What, what it is. It is a show about dark magic and whatnot yeah there's so. obviously a magic spell because you when they showed the elevator and they showed the bodies like to uh, the ghost episode they showed as the elevator went down a spell was activated like you saw the runes on the rock right and then you got to the bottom floor and they showed where all like all the bodies and it was it was the same cave so obviously well, there's some it was, sort of it was this is this is the other thing it's the same cave but it also had all the skeletons of the victims of the doctor, you know, right. further right. down the cave, and they all looked like they'd been there a real long time. So, how if this place is supposed to flood every day at, at high tide? How yeah, they could have floated. Happen? Yeah, you're right. They should have floated away. They would have magic. The other thing was the that they thing. Kept, yeah, whatever. They I kept don't know. putting. They kept putting. I guess you know the set decorator wanted to make it look old, so they kept putting spider webs everywhere, cobwebs, and it's like that wouldn't be there if it's flooded all the way to the ceiling either. But sure. yeah, it was like a lot of things didn't quite add up in this but, episode. And I would have been okay if like they they got in the elevator and when they got to the top, you saw a scene where they go, "How could we possibly be back home?" Yeah, they just it, skipped it. I was like, yeah, that got cut. cut. That's so weird. Yeah, that was so weird. But uh, I did, I did enjoy the episode a lot, though. And I, I like the the a disappearing bridge that they have, and it's got a big knife going across. I was like, "What is this? A galaxy quest?" Like, <laughs> so it was Gotta amusing. Throw Pit and the pendulum in somehow. Oh yeah, yeah. Pit and the pendulum, and then yeah, thing from uh, only the penitent man shall pass from mm-hmm. I think Raider or from Indiana Jones three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff was great. All right, well, I personally loved it. Um, I, it was this what, is probably one of my favorites. This week's show will rip off. 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's really, an homage, it, man. Theme. It's an homage. So uh, let's move on. I'm giving it a thumbs up. Where are you, where are you oh, guys? Yeah. Okay. I had fun. I had fun. It didn't make sense, but I had fun. There you go. Umbrella Academy is up next, and it is the we're going to do the last episode. Is it the last episode? Last two episodes. Last it's, two. Uh, so I. So where we left off, uh, Vanya was about to explode. She was, and and her siblings were all laid out and knocked out. And I remember thinking, I was like, well, this is obviously a job for Ben. And then Ben just, and then I loved it when it started off. Ben was like, I guess I'm doing this. And I was like, yay, Ben. And he, what I don't like is that we finally are getting to know him and then they kill him. I wasn't happy about that. Well, um, to be well, fair, he's already dead. Yes, I know. But he's the weird brother that I, I found interesting. And I like his relationship with Klaus. So I really, I, I like that Ben, I, I like and dislike that Ben had to do the sacrifice to let her out of her mind. Because I really, I, I think what's cool is Vanya is just now starting a relationship with her siblings. Because she was so isolated from them growing up. So it feels weird that she finally has a moment that she connects with Ben and then he's dead. So that was... That was a little bittersweet for me. Um, well, technically, he does come back, just not quite the same Ben. What do you mean? Did I miss at, him? at the very end. At the very end. Oh right, you're right, right, right. I was like, oh right, right, right. right. His his evil his twin. evil twin. He even has a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> so you you know, there's no question here. Um, but yeah, I like that. Um, and then the rest of the episode is really about them kind of banding together because they're like arguing about what's important what's the mission because they look like it looks like they've averted the apocalypse but how you know what are they going to do and i like that vanya was like look i need to figure this out i need your help and all of them they had just given lip service to backing her up and then when when it, she needed them they were all like well i don't know you're, you're gonna have to do this on your own but then they all did back her up and I, though that was weird like they don't explain how they went from know what you're doing isn't important to everybody piling in the car. Like, I wish I had seen the moment where that changed. Well, you know, also peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, once a couple of them got in the car, then the rest of them were like, all right, fine. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I did like how it ended, and I like that, uh, what is the girl's name that's, the, that's Diego's girlfriend? What is her name? Oh, um, I'm blanking. I yeah, but, but I, I like I that they, they introduced the concept of other babies because we knew in the first episode, they were like, there were 79 babies that were born. I got seven of them. So I've always wondered what the heck happened to the other kids. Yeah, and, they're floating around out there. Yeah. Well, actually, we do, oh. we do know uh, eventually some of them end up in the alternate uh, Umbrella Academy at the end because right. that's. Is it the Sparrow Academy? Or yeah, you call like it the Sparrow Academy. <laughs> I was like, what? But That's yeah, right. I, but I did, I did like that we saw that there were some of the other kids floating about, and I like that the that the agency or the whatever it is they decided to grab Bro. some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that all worked. Uh, so Tom, I've talked enough. What do you think? No, I liked the conclusion. I was, I, I was, I was, um, 
the fact that um, the Diego's girlfriend basically had all their powers. Well, she I only thought, had. Okay. She basically is like rogue, so like she absorbs their power while they're, but she can only do one at a time. Well, they didn't. They didn't prove that. Well, they said that they they did kind of they 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 made yeah it clear they talked that, about it. I don't they... know if she can only do it while she's near them or if she needs to absorb a new power by being with them and then then it's permanently hers. I don't know if they didn't make I that. I don't part. think it was permanent because it we never saw her using more than one of their powers at a time. Well, that's the thing is one of the guys says she can only use it one at a time, and then somebody else said we don't know that. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, okay. I thought. I thought it was a little bit of a cheat, though, to wait till episode 10 to show us that the character we've been seeing, you know, the entire season has that specific power. That, and that's a really cool, powerful power. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, Rogue, the reason Rogue can fly is she is she absorbed Captain Marvel's powers. Yeah. So she's cool. And I like that she finally figured out that her mom was really not a good person. With some prodding. Right. Yeah. Right. I was yeah. glad that the Swede killed the mom, though, because he figured out that she was the puppet master. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was so gross when she ate the fish. I was like, no! <laughs> Tony... Oh, a sentient goldfish? No. That's not cool. <laughs> what a way to go. All right. <laughs> but they do gross things like that. They really do. That's yeah. kind of their milieu. It was no. um, the. Um, her Vanya saying goodbye to her uh, to her friend was bittersweet, but it was kind of cool that the kid has the residual power to make something float. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. Well, I, I knew they weren't going to bring the girlfriend forward because there's no place. What? There was no place to bring her to. Yeah. So I'm, I, it made sense that she's like, I can't come to your time, and I was like, because the script said so. Of course, mm-hmm. like any other person, I'm like, yeah, sure, I totally want to go to the future. Like, you know, because um, if she doesn't, then she has to deal with, you know, she has a dead body that she's got to hide and all this other stuff. Why wouldn't she want to go to the future? Anyway, so I would say overall, oh, we got to talk about the, this new alternate universe Sparrow Academy because the dad does remember them from the past, but he obviously got different children. Well, he made it pretty clear he wasn't impressed with pretty much any of them. Right. Uh, you know, when when they met with him. And I think that that was the thing. He he looked at that and he saw them. It, when he saw them, he didn't feel anything except, oh, this is a failure. Let's try somebody new. And the only one who he still picked was the one he couldn't see, which was Ben. Right. Because, um, you know. Well, I mean, how would he sounds... know the difference between them as babies? Like, he couldn't. Like, that's weird. Well, he could he could get first of all he could get an idea just by their their um, racial makeup uh, where you know to pick certain people. So he would just go with other choices, I suppose. I mean, they made it and they made it pretty clear what their their abilities were. Oh, that's um, true. Well, I mean, he still couldn't tell that as a baby, but yeah. Um, but well, I don't know is... when is their power supposed to manifest? What did, wasn't it? Pretty yeah, early? when they get when they get old, when they became toddlers or whatever. But he picked them. At like within the first 24, 48 hours of their birth, he grabbed them all. So oh. their powers hadn't manifested yet. Wasn't it episode nine where the the uh, scientists are his his um, his 
his little conspiracy or cabal tries to blackmail him. Oh, he takes off his face. I told somebody he was an alien, and people are like, how do you know he's an alien? Why is he not a time traveler? It's like, he's an alien. They showed his alien planet. Yeah. And they didn't believe me, and I'm like, see, took his face off. Alien. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty cool. That was cool. All right, let's move on. Uh, Giving it definitely a thumbs up. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Biohackers, which is a new show on Netflix. It's German. And I guess I was looking for the next Dark, with but less complicated. Uh, and this is not that at all. It's a, it's a, it's both. Only reason I know it's a revenge tale is because I saw the trailer. Watching the pilot doesn't tell you that yet. You know that that the main character's up to something. You just don't know what she's up to or why. Um. But in the trailer, I saw that the the teacher that she has at university is obviously somehow responsible for her brother's death. And she wants something, revenge maybe? I'm not entirely sure. The pilot is not clear. It gives you a lot of picture, but no solution. And yes, granted, she's a teenager just going to college. But I feel like if your purpose, you studied your butt off. To get into that the best university so you could have this teacher as your teacher, you were that motivated to get your revenge. I really didn't see her blowing off uh, her studying to go to a party. And she got so high and wasted that she barely made it to class. Like I was like, no, you either are super motivated to get your revenge or you're a college student. So that I, I found that difference weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison, your thoughts? Um, uh, well, I, if you were looking for dark, this is absolutely not it. Um, I wasn't really looking for dark because there's not another, you can't find another show like dark. No, I mean, there is nothing like that, but it's, it's not, it's not the the level of quality either. I think it's, it's amusing. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, I think where the pilot is concerned, uh, yeah, they set up a lot of things. They haven't they haven't knocked any of them over yet. No. So there's a lot of questions yet, and it it takes at least until the next episode over before they start to answer them. And uh, you know, pretty much the first episode is they're introducing you to the characters and letting and kind of laying the groundwork of who these people are, or at least who you think they are, and and um giving you an idea that there's a mystery at the core of this, something fishy going on that, uh, that, uh, Mia, as we know her, uh, wants to, wants to and find that was out. The about. other thing is I was slightly confused. Cause I was like, wait, is her name not Mia? Like I knew she lied about her last name and then somebody was calling her Emma and I was, and then I was like, Oh wait, she's lying about her whole name. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. because there's there's reasons for that. But they do show you one of the things, and they open the, the series with it, um, with the, the moment on the train. And then the rest of the series is told in flashback right. two weeks earlier. The And when we, when we come in on it, we come in on the train where su- suddenly, for, for no apparent reason, people are su- suddenly starting to fall dead of what looks like a heart attack. Heart attack, right. And it's like, you know, it starts with one woman and then suddenly it's another person and another person and and it just escalates. Cascades, yeah. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. I and, agree. Uh, I and was they like, keep what is happening? Yeah, yeah, the thing is that that's that's where this en- ends up eventually. And we see the really what we're watching through through the, these 
six episodes is the lead up to everything that you know led to, to that, that point. moment right so uh yeah it gets pretty it gets pretty grisly and they do constantly go back to that scene and and take it further so you know what's going on and also go back a little bit so you get a little hint of why it's happening and, right. and how but uh i think you know there's it's it's not the most brilliant thing i've ever seen but it's an, it's an interesting series um i think it's a little talky in places where you know it's like okay come on let's let's well, go i will tell you um, her friend that uh is a fast talker and super energetic and she's like yeah people say i talk fast blah blah blah, blah. and yeah it would be different if she was speaking in English. I might be able to follow it, but trying to read subtitles that fast was actually it's real daunting. Hard. I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait, what? What did she say?" Like, because the subtitles were just going boom, 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 because she was just talking really fast. And so I kind of mm-hmm. gave up on her because I was like, "I'm just not going to know what this woman is saying." Like, <laughs> I was just like, and because she's just like the best friend, she's not saying anything important. She's just like, hey, let's go to work on our bikes, you know. So she's not saying anything that's really relevant to the story. It's it's mostly cute, funny stuff. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's things that she say that kind of plays into what they're doing, but it's more background stuff than anything. Basically, whenever I saw her coming on screen, it's like I just said, okay, I I can't do anything except read the subtitles. I'm not yeah. going to be able to look at the screen or see any of the action yeah, or anything so, else. She's, she's on screen, so all I can do is read. Yeah, she's yeah. just so, like, super... I was like, wow. I didn't know anybody could talk that fast. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on. I think so far I'm interested. I'm going to check out some more episodes. Uh, and boys are stupid because she come, came onto that TA, and then she totally brushed him off, and then he gave her all the information she needed. I was like, dude, what are you doing? But guys are dumb. He's really lonely. Yeah, apparently. Well, he has a lab in the middle of the forest where I thought he was going to axe murder her. Um, so, anyway, moving on. Next up, let's talk about Lower Decks. And, Tom, let's start you off with Lower Decks. And this is the most recent episode where um, the Lower Deck people are, they have a best friend and they're trying to the cover lower, for him. The Lower Deckers. No, yeah, the, they're like, the one, one for all or whatever. And then one guy's lame. The A plot had our, our had our odd couple basically dealing with a shipmate who pretends to be really awesome, but he's really awful. Yeah, and it just takes them a while to figure it out. And it also takes an artificial intelligence that reads his brain and turns into an all eating uh, organism. That too. Yep, and um, and then the B plot was the <laughs> a misadventure on the holodeck. With uh, with the cybernetic the cyborg dude and the uh, and the medical, Orion yeah the Orion medical personnel, I kind of like them as a couple. Olivia was saying before the show that she doesn't really care I about. I find the them two. boring. Oh, I think they're kind of fun. Um, I thought Badgy, and I knew I knew the voice. It was yeah Jasper from Thirty Rock. From 30 yeah, Rock. <laughs> yeah. I recognize that dude's voice anywhere. But um, it was interesting looking at some of the feedback online people were like oh my gosh what a what a what is what a takeoff on clippy from microsoft office and it's <laughs> yeah. like i didn't even think i didn't think of that, of that either they mentioned yeah. it like oh my gosh that is kind of funny but no i'm really enjoying this first season um it's um i mean for me the key is this would work well with live action too so it's not so far out there comedy 
that it's inconceivable. I kind of wish we got a little more of the upper deckers just because they're such, I mean, they're the voice very... cast is so good. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be like the very special episode of Lower Decks. We finally we get to focus on the captain, the XO. But no, it's, it's, it's a fun little show. Yeah, I would agree. I had a good time uh, with it. Um, and it is a show that I put on while I'm eating something else or doing something. So it's not brainworthy. I'm, I'm ready for season three of Discovery, to be honest. Cause I think, and and I you think can actually is. watch it while eating something without fear That's of true. That is blood matter like a lot of the shows these days. <laughs> that is so true. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Lucifer, episodes three and four. And three is the, wait, which one was three? Detective Diablo. <laughs> Detective Diablo. You know, the, the, there, there is a show based on Lucifer's. Oh, right, 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 right. So... Because he, he, was, he gave advice to a TV writer who totally uh-huh. ripped him off. <laughs> I will tell you this. I knew who the killer was because I work in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was, was like, not... he was like, He's the number one, and I was like, number it's one on the like call sheet. Castle. It's not about the mystery; it's about the character. I know, but it was just—it was just funny because I was like, as soon as they were like, he's number one, I was, and they thought it was meant something. I was no, like, no, 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 number two. Oh, he's, it said number two, and I was like, no, he's number two. That's his number on the call sheet. Like I was yelling that at the screen, and they were trying to figure out all these other clues. You got to uh, remember, people don't work in Hollywood who watch TV. I know, I know. Um, so I felt like I was cheating because I knew the answer to the question. Um, but I did think that, uh, the Decker ripoff was funny because she oh, was I very... the Lucifer ripoff. Too, well, they, yeah, they, but he was kind of like, like a, they gave him like a Scott back in the quantum leap era, you know, white streak in his hair. Yeah. He, but he was kind of an idiot. So I guess. I guess that I didn't find that as interesting as the woman. I thought she was more interesting. Well, I thought it was funny that he acted kind of like an idiot, but he actually solved the mystery. That's true. Which is out of kill. Yeah, that is that is a very good point because he did solve it as he got killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that episode was fun. Uh, it's weird because I I finished the whole thing. I cheated. The uh, um. The episode four, kind of the, uh, the film, film noir, film, which is a tale, to, you know, basically Trixie trick Trixie tricks Lucifer into telling a story on behalf of Maze. But I thought it was interesting that they cast Trisha Helfer in an unrelated role in the past uh, storyline. I will tell you this: I I realized that this flashback black and white story had nothing to do with the main story. And I was like, I don't care. I got about 10 minutes in and I was like, this has nothing to do with it. Especially because they were like, the detective was some random dude. And I was like, who is this guy? And then Trixie was like, it should be like my mom. And then all of a sudden it was the mom. And I was like, this is going to be one of those. And I totally just skipped to the next episode. So I didn't didn't finish the episode. I just, because I was like, this has nothing to do with the story. Basically, the big reveal is that... Maze had put Trixie up to it so she could track down her mother, who's Lilith. Right. So it was, you know, basically, and they had, and the Lilith was played by L. Scott Caldwell. Uh, well, my question did she, did, did Maze think that Lucifer was going to stop her? Um, they didn't really explain. And, and, uh, 
Lilith thought that Lucifer had told her, and Maze told her mom, no, he did not. Yeah, so I just was like, meh, I wasn't as I wasn't as uh, excited about the flashback one. And I felt like it was a waste of my time. I was like, mm. oh come on, it's an excuse for it's an excuse for actors to play dress up even more. I know, but that's it. Feels like for, it's an uh, indulgence for them, not necessarily entertainment for me. Okay. So I, I was not as impressed. All right, let's move on. Sorry. Move on. Uh, I did like the uh, first one though. I did. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, next up, let's talk about Raised by Wolves. And we're going to talk about yeah. episodes two and three. And Tom, you, no, let's do let's let's switch up. Let's do uh, Allison. What did you think of episodes two and three of Raised by Wolves? Because you liked it initially after the first three episodes, right? Or did you just? Well, I liked it. I liked it with reservations. Okay. Uh, I you know because it's it's one of those shows where it's like. It, they they have interesting concepts, but the follow through is a bit on the dicey side. Right. Um, a lot of things they come up with, it's like, oh, this is this is neat, but then they, you know, they tell you something else later on, and it doesn't jive with what the information you were originally given, and not in a twisty way, just in a. <laughs> we forgot what you wrote, well, my wrote, question, because yeah, so you talked about that last week, what were you referring to? What was it? Uh, that... What it was okay. Well, what I was specifically referring to is that in the very first episode, we are told that uh, and and the the um, the uh, a- the robots themselves are adamant about this, that uh, the the religious group, the the Mithraists, um, hate robots. That they are against anything scientific or robotic. No, I think or that's the anarchists. That. The anarchists hate robots. No, but they, but well, now we know that, but that's not what we were told in the first episode. Literally, when the mo- when mother, no, but that's not true because in the first episode, the religious people had a robot with them. I know at the end of the episode, what I'm saying is there are, there are, there was more than one s- sequence where mother was talking to the children and literally telling them that the, the Mithraists hate robots. And and we'll just and that's why you know they have to be careful because the robots will try to destroy her the the Mithraeus will try to destroy her and and all the rest and we're told all of this but by the end of the episode like you said they have a, a robot with them and I was thinking at the time okay maybe they just got one as a one off for defense or whatever but then it turns out no they are the source of of these robots they're the ones who are building them they're the ones who are building specifically. The, the super dangerous um, models that uh, turn out to be what the mother is that that destroyed the world that you know have these these the necromancer necromancer oh yeah and then they explain what a necromancer is because at first I was like what the heck why are we because necromancers raise the dead and as far as I can tell the robotic necromancers just kill a lot of people so that's like yeah. the reverse I don't know why they yeah. call that a- another thing that makes no sense. Um, so, you know, it's, it's things like that, that, that kind of make me crazy. And, um, you know, when she destroys the, uh, spaceship, that explosion was so enormous. Oh, right. Like, it was like 50 
you know, like nuclear bombs, bombs went off, right? Off. Yeah. And then we're supposed to believe that that there's survivors. There are and there survivors. were a lot of survivors. There are a lot of survivors, and, and I'm thinking, how? Why? I mean, you know, that that if if they'd shown a ship getting out, or if they showed them from a ship that they took before it crashed, okay, that would have made sense. But they're literally pulling themselves out of the wreck, and there's no chance. It's like either get a, a more dainty explosion, <laughs> so maybe I can expect that maybe people would survive, or or kill everybody off. But you can't have both. It doesn't make sense. So, but they, you know, they just do what what they want to do on this show, and and that it, things just kind of happen. Um, uh, and and I have to say, the relationship between mother and father got really passive aggressive. Well, more aggressive than passive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, why are they acting like a really bitter old married couple? <laughs> like they are really like, it was making me uncomfortable. I was like, stop arguing mother and father. Like, stop it. <laughs> Mommy and daddy are fighting again. I know. And I was like, you guys are robots. How are you so mad at each other? Uh, and and the thing is, you know, um, they, they do eventually give a, a background to, to mother, which would explain why she's more, emotionally inclined but we've been told that father is is just a, a pretty standard. standard model right so there's no reason for him to suddenly have these these emotional explosions whatsoever it does it does no good as a robot for him to behave that way but they they do this and not only do they do it but they do it more and more often as as it goes along so it just it kind of drives me crazy right um so i mean and then the storyline with the religious people and their crash site and what they're doing and the power struggle between his eminence who gets carried on a litter. Like, really? <laughs> like, guys, I mean, we're, we're on, like, we just had an explosion planet. on a desert planet. They don't have food or water, but we're going to spend our energy to carry this dude on a, like, come on, man. Like, that was on just a litter re- up and down sand. Down that hole. Right. It was just, I that mean, was first... dumb. I'm I'm sorry. I I I'm in disbelief that people are, you know, pitching Kingdom of Heaven meets the the Alien franchise or Prometheus is a weird idea, complete with evil androids. The execution is awful. Yeah, just it may, There's no internal consistency to their rules, laws of common sense. I don't understand how her eyes work. Her eyes were fine before. Why is she switching them out now? It's just, it's it's lazy. I don't care how good the production design for parts of it are, the parts that don't look cheap. Um, just, what a waste. Ugh. Yeah, there's just too many things that don't make sense. It's like, they they also seem to be combining magic with with science fiction, but not in any way that I can, that I can notice real, real rules for. It's just, you know, randomly something magical happens. Like, even the way that she flies as a necromancer, it's like, where is she getting that lift? I could un- I could believe this if this was a show entirely about fantasy and she's, you know, some kind of magician and she just lifts herself into the air. But if this is supposed to be based in science, when, then what form of propulsion is she suddenly getting to, yeah. to fly all over the planet? Um, and and that they do that kind of thing just randomly through this through this show. Now I said that you know it, it wasn't that I did kind of like it, and there are elements that are interesting. It's just that 
they they keep defeating themselves every time they come up with an interesting idea or an interesting concept they they end up giving you something else that makes no sense that kind of defeats what they did so it's a it's a frustrating show it ought to be better than it is and the cast is good for the most part but the they're cast, not yeah they're i not agree much to work with I, yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I feel sorry for the cast because I do think that they're talented people, but but they're they're given just nothing hmm. and conflicting things. You know, I mean, how do you play that? I don't know. It's like, like I said, I don't understand about Mother's eyes. Like she lived with those eyes for ten years, and then once this other new android showed up, she started swapping her eyes out, and I was like, why? What? Well, I think the the idea was that she had had memories repressed. She didn't know what she originally was. She wasn't supposed to know what she originally was. And once she started being beaten up and and her survival was threatened, suddenly something clued in and she it sort of it was like it was like instinct and it it kind of kicked in, like original programming. But apparently the most dangerous thing about her are her eyes. That's where she can shoot the death rays. Wow. So if she, she doesn't want to accidentally do that just because she got a little bit miffed at something, she has to take the eyes out and replace them with others. Anyway, That's that what just, I got. Yeah, it was just annoying. I was like, wait, what? Anyway, and now, and now in the story there's mystical people, children that chase you, that you have to chase through the woods. What, what's yeah. that about? I don't know. Uh, anyway, the the more we the more I learn about the episodes, the less I like it. It's basically like as they reveal more, it's not good. So let's move on. Next up, I would talk about Away, and I want to talk about a show that's good, and that's not more this one. lackluster science fiction. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I want to be like this show's amazing, and I can't say that because I watched the entire episode to. Hope because I liked the first episode, and then the second one, I know you guys didn't, but I did. And so then I watched the second one, and it's all about a moonwalk to open up a solar panel. Not a moonwalk, a spacewalk. Spacewalk. To open up a solar panel, and I was like, I've seen enough movies with astronauts doing spacewalks before that the amount of tension that they were trying to push into this episode was way out of proportion. I was like, wait, are we supposed to think the lead character of the entire show is going to go floating off into space? This is not... What is that movie with Sandra Bullock? Gravity. Yeah, I was like, this is not gravity. That's not going to happen. Like, what? And it just... I couldn't believe that the entire episode... We had, what, it it was over an hour, like 60 minutes of all these moments where everyone's like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Is she going to make it? And I was like, yes, yes, she's going to make it. And they're like, oh, she she jumped around to the you other side. Don't think oh my they're going to write off the Academy Award winning lead actor? Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> there's no reason that I believe that there's any stakes. And that was the problem. They had all this tense music trying to make I me... hate false stakes in a television show. And it was super yeah. false stakes. And the fact that they spent an hour on said false stakes was super annoying. The one thing in the story that actually did have stakes is her relationship with the Russian and him thinking that he should be in charge because apparently, I mean, he's been, he like they said, he has way more experience than anybody else. He's done way more uh, missions. He has more knowledge. He has more, you know, and he's obviously really competent. And so the fact that they're at odds 
is kind of it, it was a little more interesting this week. Like my you, my problem with them being at odds is is and we discussed this before is yep. that they supposedly have been working with each other for, for and training years. together for two years and they act like they just met in the hallway. I know. Um and and I mean it's if they had these kinds of problems with each other, some one or the other of them would have, would have been, been booted replaced. and replaced. Yep. They, they, you can't you can't afford to be trapped in a tin can for three years with with people that you hate. You end up you're gonna end up killing Somebody's, each other. Yeah, exactly. Yourself killed. Well, he said that his the, the the reason why I like the second episode better was he said that they got along fine, and he just lost respect for her. When she didn't stop that fire properly, she didn't know the right thing to do, and so he lost respect for her for being the leader and instantly. He was like, he was like, I did. He was like, because she was talking about trust. We have to trust each other, and he's like, trust is earned. He's like, I did trust you before this happened, and you've lost that trust. And so that's kind of why I did like that aspect of the story, but the fact that it's all based around this idea of, Oh my God, are they going to survive this spacewalk? And my answer was yes. Yes, they are. Like there, there was no point, And I thought maybe the Russian, but like, I thought there was a moment where they were going to be like, Oh, is he going to let her go? And, you know, try to try to sabotage her or something. But I was like, well then what kind of show, this is not a NASA show. This is a whole other thing. And no, he didn't do that. He acted professionally which I'm glad they did, but I just, yeah, it was all false stakes. It was a lot of just, I was so bored. I was so bored watching this episode. Yeah, and the, the thing is, it, it this I hate to tell you, but this is one of the most exciting episodes <laughs> that they have. <laughs> it's, seriously, this show, it's, it's, it's supposed to be about, you know, being out in space, but it's this endless soap opera of these people who, who act like a bunch of, of high school click members and argue with the slightest thing and snipe at each other and literally you know spread rumors about each other behind each other's backs and and laugh about lascivious things that they hear from ground control and and it's just ridiculous it's like they're i mean the, the idea of being three years in space with these people i wouldn't want to be trapped in an elevator with these people <laughs> they're just good. the worst I remember that I don't watch. I don't want to watch another hour with these people. Yeah. <laughs> don't blame you. It's. I mean, I. I. I don't even know why. I. I watched through the whole thing, and it's. Believe me, it's not worth it, because it is just. It's more of the same. They never really grow as people, except into the very last moment, where suddenly they all come together in a big kumbaya thingy, and it's like you don't believe it for for a single second. And the rest of the time, they just go at each other, and there is talking. There is so much talking. Oh <laughs> God, there is talking. Uh, yeah, it's, right. it's yeah. I don't recommend away. <laughs> really Let's move don't. on. Let's move on. All right. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the boys. Which, yay! I can say I enjoyed. Yes, bloody right. good. Emphasis on blood. <laughs> Emphasis yeah. on there will be blood. Um, so the boys actually had a lot of things happening and I've also come to the conclusion that Homelander is the most creepy depraved that dude has like, not just issues volumes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so just like his whole infatuation like the first time he goes to that cabin 
with uh, the, the woman. I was like, four. at first I was like, is he dreaming? Like, is he, like, I really thought he was just, like, imagining her. And then I was like, wait, did he save her? I was like, no, he burned out her eyeballs. So it's like, that's not possible. We saw that. that yeah, so I was bad. trying to figure out how she was really there, and I was stumped up until, like, you know, like the 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 the, the, the doppelganger guy, like oh. he flipped, like when he was like, oh, I just needed a second, and he's like, change back, and, and then I was like, oh, and I was like, that's even worse. It's like that. Not only is he indulging in this crazy fantasy, he somebody else knows about it. I was like, that's not good. Um, Homelander has, oh my god, like he's just, I don't even know, like he just hurts my head. Uh, well, since you started with that, episode four starts with that scene and ends with another scene, which seems to be a repeat, only he's not into it with right. Matt, with Stillwell, so Doppelganger turns into Homelander. Ooh! And, um, that does not end well. <laughs> no. no, it does not. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, and I saw that coming. I was like, he's going to kill you. He's, oh, no, yeah. really, he's going to kill you right now. Oh, yep, yeah. He's about to kill one. you. <laughs> like, that's the last thing you want. Because, you know, I think when he was looking at him doing that, it was he thought, OK, well, you know, he's he's a narcissist. So why wouldn't he want to make love to himself? But I think when when he did that, he put himself into a subservient position. And when Homelander okay. saw that, that was like the ultimate turn off. Right. He, because he's already feeling like he's being emasculated by Stormfront. Yep. Yeah, and he's and, wearing and he's wearing like a chemise like little dress thing, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, change your clothes. Like, can you not do that, doppelganger guy? Because I was like, that's the worst thing to be wearing right now. That's so. Although weird. it's interesting that they the rules, you know, unlike a lot of uh, shapeshifter things where they have them do the clothes too. I thought it was interesting that the rules of this show because it has rules. Yes, I'm talking about you, Raised by Wolves, that <laughs> he's still wearing the same clothes when he shifts to other forms. Right. So, but yeah, that, that just, when he went back there, I just knew this is not going to end well. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, well, well, let's talk about the stuff going on with Butcher. Yourself. Let's talk about the stuff going on with Butcher and the, uh, the, the boys, the gang. I did like the road trip. With mother's, it's not mother's milk. Yeah, mother's milk. Mother's milk. Yeah, which is a terrible name. That's so, that's so bad. Uh, Did you want to do two, three, and four? Oh yeah. Well, go ahead. You're, you're go jumping ahead. around. I know. I'm just saying what's at the top of my head. Go ahead, Tom. If you want to back it up. No. Episode two gives us, you know, we find out. It, it gives us the resolution of what happened to Billy, to Billy Butcher when he found out his wife is alive, and we also find out that um, that Homelander is obsessed with becoming a family with 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 Becca and his his son which um yeah that's <laughs> yeah he tossed that kid off the roof and I was like wait did he kill him like, no <laughs> for for a second I thought he did cuz the kid I just, did he wasn't like, moving I really thought the kid to was me dead. he's like laying there but what I what I do find you know interesting is cuz I think you know last season they left it you didn't really know what the relationship was did she leave billy willingly or unwillingly and this season they finally you know gotten through that that this has been very unwilling on her part right she's she's very much a hostage and uh and you know the 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 
the kid is the only thing really that's both it's keeping her alive and it's also keeping her a prisoner because she her her determination to keep the child safe is what motivates and everything. She does. Not have him turn into another homelander. Right. Yeah, exactly. Not and and so far from what we can see, he isn't. What I liked about that that scene where after he finally woke up after being thrown off the roof is that he is not anything like his father, at least right. so far. He is he he you know runs to his mother and protects her, and and you know stood up to his dad. In fact, that's the only time that his power manifested was when he saw his father as a threat. Right. So I I that leaves a little bit of hope for like the next generation. Not everyone who has these powers has to grow up to be a psychopath. Well, and that's that was her point why she wasn't going to leave him because that was Butcher wanted her to ditch the kid. Her point was very much like, if I do that, and he, who's going to raise him? He's going to end up just like Homelander. And she's the only thing standing between that happening. And I, I mean, she's right. You could tell just by the kid's behavior. She doesn't encourage him to use his power. She wants him to behave like a normal child. As normal as a child can be in an isolated community where he's locked in behind a gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But I, I see her point, and it's working so far. So, uh, any other thoughts, uh, big storylines? Because, I mean, I did like that. And Butcher kind of came off as a jerk at the end when you see how much he hates the little boy. Like, she tricked, she didn't exactly trick him, but she got him to say out loud how he felt. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I don't think that's terribly surprising with his character. Right. Yeah, and she, and she, she pretty much knew how he felt, too. Right. Because she does, I mean... Technically, well, even though he she was presumed dead, technically they're still married. Right. So she, I mean, she knows him though. She knows him. Yeah. She knows him. Well, um, the be the the road trip was kind of fun. I did like the road trip. That was so, that, that was a, that was highly amusing because we got to, we don't really know Mother's Milk that much. No. Like we really don't know his character in this. Strangely, we got to learn a bit about him. Well, we found out he snores really loud, which is hilarious. <laughs> and we found out that he has a little bit of ADD. Um, and about his father. Oh, and the story about his father, right. And that which, he wants you know, to protect... Motivate. Yeah, and he wants to protect his kids from having to complete the mission, too. He doesn't want them to even really... I think even to know about it. So... Anyway... It, Go ahead, it's Tom. interesting. You've got um, another set of star-crossed lovers, Huey and uh, Starlight, and I'm glad that she's she's pretty much a good person because she is putting her life in jeopardy helping them. Oh, absolutely. And too many people know that she's, <laughs> you know, got an affinity toward them. Oh, Although what did you I think of the racial them... elements they've been adding in the last few episodes? You know, some of that is really prescient because, I mean, they did this last year, a year ago. Yeah. And yeah. and so much of it is like I'm looking at it and going, wow, <laughs> they they nailed that well, one. I mean, Stormfront, who we find out is really 70 years yeah. old. Yeah. Liberty. Uh, she used to be Liberty. Right. And you're like, whoa, she's a terrible. Well, I mean, they revealed last in the episode before that she's a terrible person because she went through that neighborhood and killed oh, all yeah. those people mm-hmm. and blamed it all on the guy she um, ends up killing. I forgot, the Kamiko's brother. Kamiko's yeah. brother. Um, 
And then to find out she's been doing this for years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy. And also, yeah, she just sort of commits atrocities, then disappears, disappears. and reinvents herself again. Yeah. Right. And what's great is now that we know that there's comments that she makes to Homelander that are like, oh, that's what she means. You know, mm-hmm. there's like a double meaning. And he, he has no idea who she is or what she is. I think he thinks he knows what her powers are, but I think he's going to be... Because I feel like... I think I saw in a trailer, he does attack her at some point. And... Because uh, he, just, he just gets to the end of his rope. So I want to see that fight. That'll be cool. Oh, that is yeah. a pretty short rope. <laughs> I, th- I have a feeling he's going to end up unpleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. I think she's way stronger, which is why she's not afraid of him. Mm-hmm. I, she, I think she already knows. She's like... And to be fair, I understand why, if I was Giancarlo Esposito's character, why I would put her on the team. Because Homelander uh, is was out of control and thought he was in charge and yep. thought that he could ride rough over everybody. So, of course, I put somebody else on the team that was as strong as him. To keep him in check. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, she's possibly even crazier. So. Well, that's true, too. That is a detriment. But for all we know, uh, Giancarlo has something on her to keep her under control. So, How about um, what do we think of the deeps? <laughs> West, I don't care about the deep. He... Into the clutches of a cult, not no. unlike psychology. Don't care. Don't care. Are Double you serious? Don't care. Yeah, I'm because sorry, I thought that was hilarious. The entire scene where he's tripping and imagining that his his gills are talking to him, and the okay, I, as that was kind of funny. The voice, I went, "That's Patton Oswalt." It was Patton Oswalt. Yeah, <laughs> that was, okay. I I meant the marriage thing, which I didn't care about. Well, but you're the, right. I'm not what's the, the deal with thing? Fresca? Just, Why is Fresca his him trying to get redeemed and the whole thing with the whale? <laughs> what my question? What's the deal with Fresca? <laughs> what is it a Fresca cult? <laughs> Is the cult based I, around Fresca in some way? That because they keep they keep bringing that up to the point where you're just going, "This is product weird. placement." Well, yeah. no, this is like beyond product placement. This was really creepy. I'm just wondering if they're going to do like a, a Kool Aid kind of thing with it. I want to know who is the Billy Joel fan because they've been using his episode. They've been using his songs and music videos several episodes in a row now, and I love Billy Joel, but that is not cheap. <laughs> No, they have to pay a lot for those rights. It's the original artist, unless they've got some kind of deal. Actually, they might have some kind of deal because it's a Sony show, and he's on Columbia Records, which is mm. uh, a Sony division. So, but still, still good stuff. Mother, mother's milk turning off the radio with Huey <laughs> and Starlight are doing. We didn't start the fire. It was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I would have had to turn the radio off on them, too. They were having way too much fun in a very annoying manner. I kind of feel sorry for Huey, because he just got dumped. <laughs> and oh. it took him a while to realize it. He was like, oh, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, they couldn't be together, and they they knew that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm putting her life in danger, and his right. own. So, overall, th- this show made everything, all the other stuff that we watched, worth it. It was It was a lot of fun. I'm in thoroughly enjoying the show, mm-hmm. and I really want to see where it's going. Definitely. All and right. you know that Go next ahead. year you get Jensen Apples. That's true. Yes. Yay. That is true. Yay. All right. That's all we have for this week. If you have any questions or comments, leave them at TV Campfire, gmail.com, follow us on Twitter, we're on Facebook, listen to us on GetThePointRadio.com, Krypton Radio, Weedonopolis, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.